November 4th, Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 through 20. So let us stop going over the basics of Christianity again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start all over again with the importance of turning away from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. You don't need further instruction about baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And so, God willing, we will move forward to further understanding. For it is impossible to restore to repentance those who were once enlightened, those who have experienced the good things of heaven and shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the Word of God and the power of the age to come, and who then turn away from God. It is impossible to bring such people to repentance again because they are nailing the Son of God to the cross again by rejecting Him, holding Him up to public shame. When the ground soaks up the rain that falls on it and bears a good crop for the farmer, it has the blessing of God. But if a field bears thistles and thorns, it is useless. The farmer will condemn that field and burn it. Dear friends, even though we are talking like this, we really don't believe that it applies to you. We are confident that you are meant for better things, things that come with salvation. For God is not unfair. He will not forget how hard you have worked for Him and how you have shown your love to Him by caring for other Christians, as you still do. Our great desire is that you will keep right on loving others as long as life lasts, in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and patience. For example, there was God's promise to Abraham. Since there was no one greater to swear by, God took an oath in His own name, saying, I will certainly bless you richly, and I will multiply your descendants into countless millions. Then Abraham waited patiently, and he received what God had promised. When people take an oath, they call on someone greater than themselves to hold them to it, and without any question, that oath is binding. God also bound Himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that He would never change His mind. So God has given us both His promise and His oath. These two things are unchangeable, because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to Him for refuge can take new courage, for we can hold on to His promise with confidence. This confidence is like a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain of heaven into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the line of Melchizedek. This week's Bible Meditation, Galatians 6, 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Now repentance... 
Turning from sin is a constant cry of Old Testament prophets. I mean, it goes on and on through the Old Testament. Listen to some of them. In Isaiah 55, 6 and 7, Isaiah says this, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let them return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. There is mercy and there is pardon for the one who turns to God away from sin. In Jeremiah chapter 3, verses 12 and 13, Jeremiah said, Return, thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord, and I will not cause mine anger to fall on you, for I am merciful, I will not keep my anger forever. Only acknowledge your iniquity, and that you have transgressed against the Lord your God. Jeremiah said the same thing, there is blessing, but it is for the people who turn from sin. Ezekiel said the same thing, another prophet in chapter 18, verses 30 and 31. He said, Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby you have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. And I love this line because it's so potent. Oh, why will you die, O house of Israel? And Hosea, another prophet, O Israel, return unto the Lord your God, for you've fallen by your iniquity. And Joel, turn you to me with all your heart, and fasting, and weeping, and mourning, and rend your heart, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious, and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. In Amos, another prophet, seek ye me, and ye shall live, seek the Lord, and ye shall live. And Zephaniah, before the fierce anger of the Lord come on you, before the day of the Lord's anger come on you, seek ye the Lord, ye meek of heart. And on and on it goes. Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi said the same thing. Return to me and I'll return to you, said Malachi in chapter 3, verse 7. 400 years of silence follow Malachi. And a new prophet comes by the name of John the Baptist, and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is this. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The message never changed. The place of blessing, the place of the kingdom, the place of mercy and grace was always the place of repentance. Always. Christ, before he ascended into heaven, stood on that mountain and told the disciples what they were to preach. And you know what he said to them? And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Preach repentance, he said. And the apostles went out and Peter in Acts chapter 2 opens his mouth and says, Repent ye and be converted. In Acts 17.30, Paul says, And God commands all men everywhere to what? Repent. Now, the message hasn't changed. God is a place of blessing. God is a place of comfort. God has a place of grace and mercy and hope and peace. But it's only for people who turn from sin. That's all. That's the point of it. The idea means 180 degrees from sin to God always the place of blessing. That's why Luke says that the angels of heaven rejoice over one sinner that does what? Repents.
Psalm 105, verses 16 through 36. He, the Lord, called for a famine on the land of Canaan, cutting off its food supply. Then he sent someone to Egypt ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. There in prison they bruised his feet with fetters and placed his neck in an iron collar. Until the time came to fulfill his word, the Lord tested Joseph's character. Then Pharaoh sent for him and set him free. The ruler of the nation opened his prison door. Joseph was put in charge of all the king's household. He became ruler over all the king's possessions. He could instruct the king's aides as he pleased and teach the king's advisers. Then Israel arrived in Egypt. Jacob lived as a foreigner in the land of Ham. And the Lord multiplied the people of Israel until they became too mighty for their enemies. Then he turned the Egyptians against the Israelites, and they plotted against the Lord's servants. But the Lord sent Moses his servant along with Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed miraculous signs among the Egyptians and miracles in the land of Ham. The Lord blanketed Egypt in darkness, but they had defied his commands to let his people go. He turned the nation's water into blood, poisoning all the fish. Then frogs overran the land. They were found even in the king's private rooms. When he spoke, flies descended on the Egyptians, and gnats swarmed across Egypt. Instead of rain, he sent murderous hail, and flashes of lightning overwhelmed the land. He ruined their grapevines and fig trees, and shattered all the trees. He spoke, and hordes of locusts came, locusts beyond number. They ate up everything green in the land, destroying all the crops. Then he killed the oldest child in each Egyptian home, the pride and joy of each family. Proverbs 27, verses 1 and 2. Don't brag about tomorrow, since you don't know what the day will bring. Don't praise yourself. Let others do it.